the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning, a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. Intuition, from a Latin root of intuere, to consider. It is not magical, but rather a faculty in which hunches are generated by the unconscious mind rapidly sifting through past experiences and accumulative knowledge. You know the feeling. It is a knowing, or at the very least a gentle persuasion that something is off, or awesome, or needs our attention. It is subtle, and it doesn't clamor for attention, which is why it is easily missed. It is intuition, and like most things that speak with a quiet voice, if we listen, the potential is life-changing. For a long time, intuition was dismissed by science as pseudoscience, sort of science, but not really. Fortunately, for all of us, science is now on board, and researchers have found a part of the brain where intuition does its brilliant best. Researchers at Leeds University analyzed a hefty pile of research papers on intuition. They concluded that intuition is a very real psychological process where the brain uses past experiences and cues from the self and the environment to make a decision. A decision happens so quickly that it doesn't really register on a conscious level. Intuition exists in all of us, whether we acknowledge it or not. The more we can learn about it, the more we can use it to shape our lives for the better. You may be aware that there is a deeper understanding of life, that what you may see on the outside, it can be a subtle tug of your heart, or a pattern of thinking that goes beyond your reason and logic. This gut feeling is intuition. Intuition is what many people listen to daily and credit to their success in life. Even Albert Einstein said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. But how do we know when the voice is ringing true? and when it is merely fabrication of our desires. I think the truly beautiful thing about intuition is that we never truly know. It is up to the conscious mind to decide to trust it first. We aren't wired to listen our intuition naturally. We want to push past our intuition to date that person, even though they may be wrong for us. Take that promotion, even when it means less family time, or pass up on that trip when we truly long to see more. Intuition is the inner knowledge we all can find and act upon if we're open to listening to it. But many times we don't, because our intellect 
gets in the way. The trick is in identifying our intuition and listening to it. Make sure that you are aware of your environment. Tuning into your surroundings can ground you and create a space for you to listen to your intuition. Listening to others carefully can help you read signs as well to become a better listener. Ask yourself, how often do I tend to cut people off? Am I always trying to get my point across rather than listening? If so, try holding eye contact with the person speaking to you. To learn more, do watch my video on the importance of listening and how to get better at it. So, take that voice and make it your best friend. It is always a whisper and never a complete demand. You have to cultivate a relationship with that instinct. You have to flex your intuition just like you would lifting at the gym. Intuition leads to better decision-making. Intuition improves your mental well-being. Tapping into your intuition can be quite cathartic. Just think about the times you wanted to say no, but felt obligated to please others. So you went along with whatever you did, despite your gut feeling telling you to sit this one out. When you learn to make intuitive decisions, you no longer face the stress and discomfort you might have once endured for the sake of someone else. You probably find yourself having more energy available for learning, for creativity, for adventures, or quality time with others. Those who live intuitively report an increased understanding of self, so it's no surprise that they can trust their own decisions, enjoy lower stress levels, and are generally calmer and happier than people who don't utilize their intuition and naturally improving your overall mental health translates to an improved physical state. So do not be surprised if you experience other health benefits. You might even discover other extrasensory abilities you never imagined were bubbling beneath the surface. Here are some simple steps you can take. Number one, shh, listen. It sounds simple enough, and it is. There are no tricks here. Your intuition cannot talk to you if you are not listening. When you start to take notice, good things will happen. Just try it and see. Number two, trust your gut feeling. The word like gut teams up with the word like feeling. You know, there has to be good reason, and there is. Research suggests that emotion and intuition have a physical presence in our gut. The gut is lined with a network of neurons and is often referred as the second brain. It is known as the enteric nervous system, and it contains about 100 million neurons, which is more than the spinal cord and the peripheral nervous system but less than the cranial brain. Number three, feel. 
You will know your intuition is there because you will be able to feel it if you let yourself. You will feel it in your gut, goosebumps on your skin, shivers down your spine, racing of your heart and quickening of your breath. Sometimes it's even more subtle and the only way to describe it is as knowing. You will feel when something is right. It will feel clear, nourishing and enriching and you will feel when something is off. Trusting your intuition might be difficult at first if you're not used to it, but give it time and trust bit by bit it will feel better. It will be well worth it. Number four, be ready to let bad feelings go. Negative emotions will cloud intuition, which is why when you're angry, you are depressed and bad decisions can happen so easily. Research has backed this finding that people make better intuitive choices in a word task when they are in the positive mood as compared when they are in a negative mood. Number five, be deliberate about the people you hang on to. People who drain you, who add to the noise, make it more difficult to hear what your intuition wants you to hear. Chances are that you already know who they are. And if not, Simply be still for a moment. Your intuition will be trying to tell you. Keep people who enrich and empower you and walk away from those who drain you. Understandably, you cannot walk away always from the troublesome ones. And if that's the case, then empower yourself by making your decision to stay rather than their decision because they've taken your choice. The difference is subtle in language, but big in impact. One lets the power stay with you, and one gives it over to them. Number six, pay attention to what is going on around you. The more information you are able to gather from the environment, the more the intuitive, subconscious part of your brain has to work with and the more accurately it will inform your decisions. Number seven, connect with others. There are so many things that inform our opinions and decisions other than speech. Tone, volume, body language, gestures, they all contribute to the meaning we give to the interactions with people. Sometimes we have a feeling about people, but we can't quite put finger on what it is. People might seem distant, distracted, uninterested, and often these aren't spoken, but are picked up through in different ways. The ability to pick up on thoughts, feelings, and intentions of others is referred to as empathic accuracy. The more time we spend with people, the more we can fine-tune our empathic accuracy, being able to pick on the signals of others, we will add to our intuition. Number eight, find time to be silent and still. Having solitude turns down the clamor of the world and allows you to tune into your intuition. Our intuition is always sending warnings and encouragement, but often we're too busy to notice. Let your mind wander and open to what comes to you. Feelings, 
thoughts or words. One of the ways to do this is through mindfulness, by focusing your thoughts on your own experience in the present moment. Mindfulness gets rid of mental clutter and makes way for you to connect with your intuition. Finally, number nine, use your dream time well. Dreams are the brain's way of processing information that is left over from the day. They are rich with valuable data, experiences, memories, learnings, so they can work hard if we let them. Paying attention to dreams will provide information that we might not have access to when we are awake. Before you fall asleep, turn your thoughts towards any unsolved issues or problems. Think about possible options or resolutions as you're falling asleep. As you close your eyes, let your brain do the rest. Intuition is a powerful tool and can lead to amazing insight, but that doesn't mean you follow it blindly. It is still important to use common sense and balance of rationality. You need a balance of both into play intuition and rational parts of the brain to position yourself to reach the best decisions. Developing a strong connection with your intuition can be challenging, especially if you spent a lifetime second-guessing yourself, not trusting your own decisions, decision-making skills, or if you have too many other voices in your head, voices of self-doubt, of blame, of judgment, drowning out your intuition. So, slow down, reduce the noise, listen and trust yourself, align with your values. Balance and harmony is what we are going for, so start noticing all that you can with your five conventional senses. Doing so will raise your sensitivity to your sixth sense and start moving you beyond five senses into a multi-sensory existence.